Hello, this is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Today we're going to talk about geodes. And first of all, my little disclaimer, if you do go out collecting rocks and things this sort, just be sure and follow all the safety rules. We'll go over some of them, but be sure and just do your research and be careful. Um, with that, we'll get right into it. Now, I remember collecting geodes um, and getting them from my grandfather when I was a young boy, and it's always been something I really enjoyed. So when I uh, thought about a topic to put on the podcast and to put on the blog post, geodes was one of the top ones. I've got other ones too, but uh, this was one I thought everybody would really enjoy. So let's get right into it. Um, geodes is derived from a Greek word meaning earth-like, and geodes are geologically a secondary formation within sedimentary and also volcanic rocks. Now, of course, we all know the geodes are hollow. They're somewhat circular or rounded rocks in which masses of mineral matter, which could include crystals, are inside. And these crystals typically are pointing inward, are formed by the filling of the pitted or hollow cavities in the volcanic and subvolcanic rocks by minerals deposited by hydrothermal fluids or by the dissolution of concretions formed at the same time as the enclosing rock and partially filled by the same or other minerals that are precipitated from water, groundwater, or hydrothermal fluids. So some people will call any rock a geode. Why others insist, hey, it's got to be hollow, it doesn't always hold true, though, because the filling of these cavities is a process that normally continues to its completion. So just before that last amount of void is filled, it's still a geode. Then suddenly it's not a geode if it is solid as a nodule or a thunder egg. So some evaporation or water is in there or something at one time. Now, examples of geode types. The insides of a very large geode could be lined by amethyst crystals or many other types of crystals or druzy. Um, more than rock can become geotized also. An example is a fossil, and I don't know that I'll say this right, but it's a brychiopod fossil. It's lined with calcite and with a single crystal of spilaterite uh, from the Devion of Wins. Wisconsin. So uh, you can look that up on our blog and uh, it's radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com if you're interested in checking that out. Now the formation uh, of geodes can vary in any cavity. Um, they can form in these, in these uh, cavities but the term is usually reserved for rounded formations of igneous and sedimentary rocks. They can form in gas bubbles of igneous rocks, such as vessels of uh, uh, basalt lava, or as in you know in the American Midwest, in round cavities in sedimentary formations. After the rock around the cavity hardens, these dissolved silicates and/or other carbonics are or carbonites are deposited on the inside surface, and over time, the slow feed of mineral. Um, that's of these constitutes from the groundwater or hydrothermal solutions allows crystals to form inside the hollow chamber. Now bedrock containing geodes eventually weathers and decomposes and sometimes leaves them on the surface 
um, sometimes leaves them in sand or even they can be found in like potash okay but uh, also the gravel or the dust from these uh, um, materials such as quartz can also uh, bind around them and keep them keep them pretty wedged in in the strata so you in other words you may be digging it out with a hammer and a chisel or you may be able to almost dig them out with your hand you know it just really depends on how they end up when they're cut in half typically you'll see visible bands of corresponding that correspond rather to the various stages of precipitation that may at times show patterns that reveal points of fluid entry into the cavity or varied colors corresponding to the changes in the chemistry so when you look at all those layers those are all different things that seeped in into the the cavity and formed over a period of time three separate occurrences have been formulated of of describing how how this uh, formation happens uh, gas bubbles filling the void and then secondary material fills the void or um, crystals that form by volcanic action and then three mineral filled voids so that would be in a sedimentary strata part of the confusion is because the three separate kinds of voids are all basically filled the same way so it, it's when the void is filled it's filled with something the minerals but it's just how did it happen? Did it happen by the gas bubbles? Did it happen by the volcanic? Did it happen by minerals and water? Did it happen by superheated steam? It could have been uh, one or more of those those type of things. Ground fluids enter the voids depending on the temperature and content and leave deposits on the surfaces or the floors. If gravity can overcome the temperature and kinetic energy, so. Sedimentary voids are created by earth shifts, falling rocks, voids left by dissolving minerals, or cavities left by dead creatures. Usually body oils bind the clay to protect fossils, and um, somehow they attract silica instead of the fluids of the animals and things like that. This is kind of how fossilization takes place as well, but it, it's it's happening in these cavities. So that goes into the next subject, vugs and crystal cavities. So in 2000, year 2000, a team of geologists found a cave that was found with these giant um, gypsum crystals, gypsum crystals in an abandoned silver mine near um, Almeria, Spain. And the cavity was 1.8 by 1.7 meters and is 8 meters in length would be the largest crystal cave that had ever been found. And the entrance of the cave has been blocked by five tons of rock and is under police protection to prevent uh, looters who would want to go in there and steal those crystals. According to the ge geological models, the cave was formed during the Messenia Selenitia crisis six million years ago when the Meridian Sea evaporated and left thick layers of salt sediment. The cave is currently not accessible to tourists um, when I looked it up. Okay. The world's largest known crystal cave, or Vug, um, is, uh, is a giant, um, it's called, I hope I'm pronouncing these right, Celestine Geode, 35 feet in diameter at its widest point, and it is located in the village of Putin Bay, Ohio, on South Bass Island in Lake Erie. So that would be one giant geode. How are you going to crack that baby in half, huh? Geode banding and coloration is a result of veritable impurities. Iron oxides will impart, 
rust hues to silicous solutions such as the commonly observed iron stained quartz and most geodes contain clear quartz crystals while others have purplish ame amethyst I've even seen citrine um, others can have agate chalcedony jasper bandine crystals such as um, calcite dolomite um, sisaltite etc and there's pretty no pretty much no way of telling you know what's inside a geode you know, unless you've got an MRI or an X-ray unit, until you hold it up, uh, or until you, you know, cut it or or break it apart. So, you know, geodes are pretty unassuming by the outside appearance. Geodes and geode slices are sometimes dyed with artificial colors. I personally don't like those. Samples of geodes with unusual colors or highly unlikely formations have been um, synthetically altered so sometimes you'll see some with uh, glitter or rainbow and that's uh, these weird treatments that they do but um, there is a, a really neat now I cite a lot of references in the um, in the blog that I write and um, I've I've put a couple pictures that uh, are out there that aren't copyrighted of uh, fluorite and calcite on quartz um, stalactites in a geode which is kinda cool so Let's get into the locations. That's kind of what I love, uh, just going out and getting them. And uh, I don't like really cracking them in half because it, you know, you never know you're going to smash it up into three pieces. I would just say, um, I think I go into it a little bit here in the blog, so I would just say go to a gym club and get it cut in half. But let's talk about the locations. Geodes are common in some formations in the United States, um, mainly California. Indiana, Iowa, Missouri, Western Illinois, Kentucky, and Utah. They're also found in Brazil, Nambia, and Mexico. Geodes are found in the Mendipped Hills in Somerset, England, where they are known locally as potato stones. Indiana geodes and, oh, I think I need to change this. Um, geodes can be from 3 to 18 inches in diameter. And finding geodes, like we said in the beginning, is really hard work. You've got to crack them open in order to show the natural beauty inside. And um, that can be, again, quartz crystals, chalcedony, red chalcedony, blue chalcedony, barite materials, citrine, various other favorite gems. So every cracked geode is a unique collectible and also a, really a wonder of uh, nature. Noteworthy locations, Dugaway Geobeds, located in Dugaway Pass, Utah. Um, Indiana Geodes, you can look that up on the state website. Dryhead Agate Mine in Bighorn River. Um, the Prior Mountains, Carbon County, Montana, and famous ones that I've been to many times, the Hauser Beds and Wiley Wells. There's several different ones there, the Potato Patch, the Cinnamon Beds, and uh, have a good time. So hunting geodes, again, uh, typically these geodes and nodules that uh, you find, usually if you find geodes in an area, you can find nodules too. Um, they'll range from 1 inch to 18 inches in diameter. It's hard work. Be safe. Use eye protection and gloves at a minimum. Never dig into the side of the hill where the overhead is there. A collapse could happen. And believe it or not, a very small overhang, just even just a couple inches of overhang, could break off um, in, a, in a fashion that you wouldn't expect, like a triangle, you know. And it has happened, and it has killed experienced geode hunters many times. It's more than once. Also, don't dig in areas that are off-limits. Li Check first with the local rock and lapidary club. And they're going to not only know what areas are open, but they probably have access to some areas maybe that the general public doesn't. And the memberships are very affordable from $30 to $60 a year for a person or family. So 
once you locate the geo bed, dig them out of the hard rock seams, uh, or sometimes soft potash or gravel, depending on the area. You can cut them with a rock saw or just crack them and see the natural beauty inside these wonders of nature. And again, I just kind of repeat here, hidden inside is uh, fractal quartz crystal, chalcedony, uh, red chalcedony, blue chalcedony, barite material, citrine, and other favorite gems. Every cracked geode is truly unique, collectible, and a wonder. So please feel free to contact me if you have anything that you'd like to add here. Um, and uh, please check out our blog and look at the references there. I've got quite a few and some further reading on these subjects. So um, just keep educating yourself. We appreciate your patronage. This is your host, Shane, reminding you that old rock hounds don't die. They just petrify.